In Southeast Agnet's Ag and Review for the week ending September the 11th, the U.S. Department of Agriculture's National Ag Statistics Service released its September crop reports Friday, and Angie Considine with NAS in Washington, D.C. says cotton production this year will be down 18% compared to last year. Area planted to cotton in 2015 is estimated at 8.56 million acres, down 4% from the previous estimate and down 22% from 2014. Harvested area is expected to total 8.17 million acres, down 13% from last year. Production is forecast at 13.4 million bales, up 3% from August, but down 18% from last year. Yield is forecast at 789 pounds per acre, down 49 pounds from last year. Cotton production in Georgia is forecast at 2.2 million bales, up 5% from last month, but down 14% from last year. In Alabama, production is forecast at 560,000 bales, up 12% from August, but down 14% from last year. Florida production is expected to total 130,000 bales, down 10% from last month and down 32% from 2014. In summary, all cotton production in the United States is forecast at 13.4 million bales in 2015, up 3% from last month but down 18% from last year. This is Angie Considine with the USDA National Agriculture Statistics Service. Thanks, Angie. And when USDA released their monthly reports, peanut production numbers were actually bigger than first thought. Tyron Spearman runs through those and some of the other row crops. USDA's Ag Statistics Service has issued the new crop estimate for September. They are increasing the amount of peanuts that are going to be produced this year. The now estimate is 3,160,700 tons. That's up 2% from August and up 21% from last year. Based on the acreage, 1.62 million acres, that's also up 1%, and the acreage for the year is up 20%. The average yield now should be about 3,996 pounds per acre nationwide. That's also up 46 pounds per acre from August and 64 pounds per acre above the 2014 crop. In Alabama now, they're saying Alabama will average about 3,600 pounds. That's up 100 pounds from last month and that will give Alabama 354,600 tons. Florida would average about 3,600 pounds as well. That's down 100 pounds from previous estimate, and that will give Florida 309,600. Georgia jumped from 4,200 to 4,400 pound average yield per acre, and that will give Georgia 1,716,000 tons. On other commodities, Corn production is forecast at 13.7 billion bushels. That's down 4% from last year's record. Based on conditions, the average yield 167.5 bushels per acre. That is down 3.5 bushels from last year. This will be the second largest average yield and the third largest production and record in the U.S. Soybean production is forecast at 3.94 billion bushels. That's down 1% from last year. 
Average yield about 47.1 bushels per acre. Thanks, Tyron. In other news, we also have this week's Georgia Department of Agriculture's Georgia Grown Moment. And with that, here's Julie McPeak. For this week's Georgia Grown Moment, we have Andy Futch with RNA Orchards and Ella J, a successful farm and roadside market which all started back in 1947 with Andy's grandfather and has grown from four acres to 156 with more expansions on the horizon. We've expanded our market. We're trying to expand our customer base and doing farm tours and you pick now. Fudge says that the recent Eat Local movement has been good for their business. We have a lot of customers that like the fact that they can come in and talk to me or my wife or my father and mother and they know the farmer that's actually growing the food they're buying to eat. Another beneficial influence has been the Georgia Department of Agriculture's Georgia Grown Program. Speaking from the fruit industry, it's brought back the attention to the customer and to people in the state of Georgia that, you know, apples are grown in Georgia, and when they see that Georgia grown or they request Georgia apples, Georgia grown has been wonderful for our industry. For more information, visit rnaorchards.com. For Georgia Grown, I'm Julie McPeak. Uh, during a University of Georgia Cotton Peanut Research Field Day held in Tipton this past week, southeast row crop farmers were encouraged to prepare for the El Nino event this fall. Tyron Spearman also has that story. At the Peanut Field Day at the University of Georgia, several scientists noted that the El Nino warning has been coming down from various climatologists across the United States. The current event is on track to make late fall, winter, and spring weather similar to that experienced during the strong El Nino events in 1997 and 98, and again in 1982 and 83. The last El Nino event took place in the winter of 2009 and 2010, but was considered very mild. From the Carolinas, they predict, down to Florida, late fall and winter rain amounts in some location could be 30 to 50 percent more than during a non-El Nino time, and the El Nino-related rain could start coming as early as late October. Southeast row crop farmers are advised to get late-planted row crops harvested as soon as feasible. The weather in October and early November, which is usually the region's driest time, could get soggy and cause problems when it comes to drying off dug peanuts in the field, or could cause quality problems for cotton and soybeans as well as peanuts left to soak in the fields. As soon as harvest is complete, get your cover crops planted to protect against erosion. Farmers who don't typically plant winter cover should think about it this year because of that warning. But that's El Nino warning coming from some of the scientists that were presenting during the uh, field day at the University of Georgia. Dr. Tim Brenneman said one of the things that the field day that farmers should continue to do is treat seed. He said treating seed is a good thing. It's worth about a 1,000 pounds per acre on peanuts. The big problem is root-knot nematodes this year. Even the top variety, the Georgia 06G, is susceptible. A new variety, TIFNV, is resistant, and it's also a high leg peanuts. It's a new variety that they're testing now that should be on the market soon. I'm Tyron Spearman for Southeast Agnet. And to wrap up this week's podcast, Everett Griner talks about a big problem for drones. Delays by the Federal Aviation Administration to set the rules for drone operation has generated a lot of widespread anxiety. That delay will be over by this time next year, but it's easy to see that agriculture is not the only industry that will suffer this anxiety. Energy exploration, transportation, journalism, just keep on going. Real estate, entertainment, it may eventually include you and me. Well, now there's a growing fear that 
once FFA publishes the rules and regulations, we may have a business that will be vastly overexposed, overused, and a problem for the whole country. I don't think anybody saw the drone situation becoming what it is now anticipated. So, what if it is good for agriculture? Overuse can be destructive for anything. And unmanned air vehicles, drones, may be the very next problem. And that's AgriView for today. Everett Griner, Southeast Agnet. Those reports and more can be found on our website, southeastagnet.com. Randall Wiseman, Southeast Agnet.